Hi guys, on this show, we're looking at Garber, Perkins, Taylor, Davis, Larta, Blair, Wilson and Witherspoon. We're looking at 2001's Legally Blonde. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of 100 Things We Learned From Film. I'm one of your hosts, my name's Mark and I'm legally bald. And I'm the other guy and I'm legally binded to you. (laughs) Oh, that sounds (laughs) sexual and weird. It really does, yeah. But I'm legally legally unbald then. You are legally unbald. You've got this fantastic (laughs) Morrissey quiff going on at the minute. Um, Are you going to tell people that you, uh, you hate immigrants next? Not in that forum. Meat, meat, meat is murder, except when it's fucking immigrants, and then that's okay. <laughs> meat is murder, except when it's immigrants, and that's okay. You really love Morrissey. You really oh, secretly love Morrissey. No, look, right. I, I've got this point. I would go and see Morrissey tomorrow if it was a ticket that cost him money, but but didn't make him any money, if that makes sense. <laughs> if I found a ticket on the ground that I knew no one had paid money for, I'd go and see Morrissey tomorrow. As it stands, I can't uh-huh. give Morrissey any money, and I can't see anyone else giving Morrissey money. You there there needs to, to be a way. A little bit of his soul. Of it. Yeah. Take a little yeah. bit of his... And if I could also throw a bottle of piss at him while he's on stage. <laughs> <laughs> it's fully vegan, mate. Take it. Uh, exactly. <laughs> it's only the good stuff for you, Morrissey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, so... Uh, we're the podcast that slags off Morrissey, which pretty much every podcast these days, right? Any opportunity. Ian Brown's podcast, I would assume. Maybe he has one. He's awful as well. Um, we're the podcast that looks at a different film every week, tries to come up with 100 things from that film. Very keen to get started, as every week. We don't want to be one of these podcasts that goes on about it, but if you like what you hear... Click subscribe, tell your mates, all that kind of bullshit. We would like that a lot because it allows us to get into other ears. We try and do something different every week. We don't just want to cover all the stuff that we're going to cover. Next week's December, so we're going to talk to you at the end of the show about the special season of films we're going to do that you are not expecting. It is not what you think. It is. John, this week we are talking about Wet Me. 2001's Legally Blonde. Legally Blonde. Reese Witherspoon, <laughs> at the height of her powers, she was fine, she was fit, she was fab, she was 25 or something, 27 or something, you know, yeah. astonishingly. We've covered this, ladies and gentlemen back home, we've covered this just because it's on Netflix and we want to cover something <laughs> a little bit different. We were going to get a guest on, but we're absolutely shattered from guests. Dean has murdered guests for us uh, <laughs> from last yeah, week. He ruined them uh, from it that for everybody. show. This will not be a two and a half hour episode. <laughs> we are hoping. Oh, Jesus. Oh. That was, that was a good show, but man, that was a... It was so was much big, fun. Yeah, I, I'm going to go and listen to it again tomorrow. <laughs> it was so much fun. I'm going to try and find out some more uh, less pedo island clips <laughs> for, for social media. Uh, John, what else could we have looked at in 2001, A Legally Blonde Odyssey? Right, so we could have seen Captain America and Not an Artine Movie, which um, was oh. totally slapstick, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> I've not seen that. I don't think I'm going to watch it. It's probably a future episode, right? For references along. Well, yeah, there's yeah, probably okay. a lot of things in there that we 
She'll be talking a bit back. Oh, no, that's the Janie's got a gun one. Oh, my God, she's got a gun. That's that Sorry. one, isn't it? The guy's singing mm-hmm. Janie's Yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah, oh, fucking hell, that's <laughs> crap. Um, I've got Donnie Darko. Uh, I need to revisit that. I've just realised these movies are all, as as we're recording now, these, these are all 20 years old. So these are films I probably should be revisiting. Donnie Darko's yeah, one Donnie I've only Darko. seen once, and it was overhyped, and I didn't love it. Yeah, is it, it was all a, right, John? Uh, it's, it's a bit bleak. It's a bit yeah. bleak. It makes you question everything from oh, flying in aeroplanes to your own mortality. <laughs> 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 to go to the cinema with a fucking giant rabbit for the future. Okay. Um, oh, A Knight's Tale. With, um, oh, A Knight's Tale is really is good. Something else, isn't it? Yeah, A Knight's Tale's really different, except for the soundtrack, which really took me out of it. With the queen, you know the all queen the Queen soundtrack. stuff and the Robbie Williams and Queens, Robbie Williams and Queen. He was oh, absolutely <laughs> desperately idling for that lead singer of Queen job, wasn't he? Oh, it really was. Yeah, I yeah, mean, really imagine was. going I, I from th- Freddie Mercury, who is one of the greatest lead singers of all time, to a yeah. bloke that makes you sing his songs at Nebworth. Go fuck <laughs> yourself, mate. Yeah, I, I thought the part with the um, embroidering the. Nike swoosh, aren't you? The oh, jeez, I'm aware they've done it for yeah. you. I'm like, no, I tell you what, though, the um, Scottish lassie that I mean, it always comes back to Scottish, Scottish actors, doesn't it? Scottish lassie that played the um, the, yeah, the blacksmith. No, blacksmith banging, as I recall. Aye. I yeah, 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 I remember it. Yeah, yeah, and I and, and Mark Addy's gonna play me in the story of my life. <laughs> uh, okay, Pax. Ooh, oh, okay, Kevin Spacey, cancelled patch. Jeff Bridges, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Evolution, which uh, Dan Aykroyd's follow Some... up to Ghostbuster 2. Somebody said to me semi recently that that's a really bad film, and I remember really enjoying that. It was, it was just no, no brain action. Uh, it had it's, Stifler in it as well. It's got it? Stifler Caca, in doki, it. Doki, doki, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got Orlando Jones in it, who's Orlando not in Jones. anything. Jesus, What's Orlando Jones done? Other, obviously, other than Honestly, I've a black actor. In, no, no, not and a vegetarian. Hollywood, Hollywood, keen to throw black actors and vegetarians under the fucking bus, <laughs> aren't they? Very, very good at that. In fact, they literally flew through a black actor under the bus in Speed. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, he didn't do yeah. too well in Terminator Two either, did he? <laughs> Good guy. Uh, um, last but not least, Monsters Ball. We, um, all the people that won. Oh, uh, Halle Oscar's Berry. Halle Berry. Uh, this is Bob, Billy Bob. Billy Bob. Bob. Yeah, Heath Billy Ledger Bob. as well. All oh, right. Okay. It's it's one of those that I started watching and, and kind of fell off. I think I was drunk. It's one of those that come in on a Saturday night and put it on. It's not coming in on a Saturday night. Yeah. After nine pints of. Uh, of real ale and watching <laughs> kind of job is it with a uh, with yeah. a uh, with a hot shot parmo in front of you? No, <laughs> it's not that kind of thing. Okay, uh, there's only one bit of that form that catch your attention when you're drunk, but even when you're sober, like, Ooh. no, I don't think I made it that far. Disappointed. Oh my god, did you not? <laughs> no, no, I didn't even make it that far to crack one off and fall asleep. No. <laughs> Anyway, (laughs) we could have covered all of those, all of those potentially better films Mm. than this one. But do you want to get started? Uh, Yes, please. Let's get done with this uh, self-indulgent film. Yeah, all you you want to do is do it. Uh, Blonde girl, blonde girl. Uh, (laughs) Right, so we open up with this... So it's it's one of these. It's like a ste- it's like a steady cam shot 
throughout. And I did mm. think all the way through when I was at when I was at college, we we did we learned about steady cams and things like that. And we, we kind of built our own little rig, <laughs> which is like a little track with it was stupid. It did it, it, it didn't cost a lot of money. It cost a lot of money for people that were 17 years old in a track. Now I film videos of properties on a daily basis now, and I've got um, a DJ um, Mimo rig, which is like the size, folds up to the size of the fucking palm of your hand, and I just put my phone in it. This would probably cost a lot of money. You could do all this now with something that cost us 110 quid in the business. Oh, God, eh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So one of those DJI Steadicam things? Well, that's it. Sorry, that's the one I've got. That's the one I've got, yeah. So it, uh, it, it follows this character. She's delivering a card through this... Uh, through this this school, you know it's a film of the early two thousands because it's some sort of kind of like pop music kind of song, yeah. which which is on at the beginning and and is on at the very end. Mm-hmm. This bit of music in particular, "Perfect Day" by Hoku. Yeah, you know Hoku. You've heard of of her. Um, it's the soundtrack. Uh, she also did a song, the soundtrack to the two thousand film. John, you couldn't write this after last week's. Snow Day. No way. That film that I conflated with the film that you were talking about. Uh, Hoku has got one album, the eponymous Hoku. Uh, She has never been heard of again. Hon King. She she is... uh, She's... she's... Gone. Gone and forgotten. (laughs) Gone in Hoku seconds. I don't really know. (laughs) So this character delivers a card to Elf. So L, of course, is the fantastic Reese Witherspoon. Now, mm-hmm. Reese Witherspoon, proper actor? Question mark, John. Uh, I've I've never I've never really regarded her as a proper. I think she's just a bit more famous than Alicia Silverstone. They're the same sort of. I think everything else she does is quite comedic. I know in the background she's a producer and she does all these things. Um, which is great, but yeah, I've never really, I've never really classed her as have, a proper actor. Have you seen that film where she walks the Appalachian Trail, <laughs> whatever it is, and she she she's got like the worst shoes in the world for it, and then she sends away for some shoes from Amazon. It's like no. it's just a fucking advert for our mates. I remember watching. I think her husband dies or something, and she does it as a thing, and she gets dance through the whole thing. All oh, right, okay. Is that all oh, right? Because I thought you meant something like Idris Elba or something. Some. <laughs> I haven't seen that if Idris Elba is in it rom-com tragedy <laughs> <laughs> I think it ends up being some sort of rom-com at the end she is Elle Woods no yep. relationship to Clint Eastwoods of course Yeah. or uh, America's sweetheart James Woods there's a motherfucker <laughs> if ever there was one there's oh, a terrible man hell it is. What kind? She, she, <laughs> she gets this card good luck so she thinks she's being proposed to, and she's picking out a dress with her girlfriends. It's funny these girlfriends. I I was certain I recognised them both from loads of things. Oh god, and I don't. Loads, yeah, I just, loads of nothing. I like, looked at them up as well. Yeah, background actors. Mm-hmm. They go into this this shop, and the shop assistant says this sale piece is uh, is new. She says, "Oh, it's so easy to sell to dumb blondes." Elle picks it up. Uh, is it a low viscosity rayon? 
And she says, oh, yeah, yeah. And is it double-stitched? Yeah. And you can't double-stitch low-viscosity rayon. And I was like, ha-ha, now who's dumb? So I added that to the list of things that I'd learned. I didn't didn't know that. This This guy, Warner, picks her up. Uh, He's got two last names. Oh, no, it's, no, no. It's, it's all right, though, isn't it? It's the two first names that the issue. Mm, the two know. first names? Warner? No, Warner, a surname brothers. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, they go to dinner. So he's here to, quote-unquote, discuss their future. He wants to break it off, but she's absolutely adamant that, that, that you know, he's going to ask her to marry. She's fun, but she's not marriage material. For a sen- right. He wants to be a senator by the time he's 30. Mm-hmm. He wants a Jackie, Jackie O, not a Marilyn. Marilyn Monroe, of course. What a kicking the teeth man up. Her woman died for that country. (laughs) 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 Like some kind of junkie. (laughs) Yeah, but let's be fair. When she made it difficult for JFK, he had her murdered. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Uh, Because I can do what I want. I don't know why it's Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart played JFK this week. Oh, I, I, I haven't got Marilyn's corpse. Marilyn's corpse is in Joe's house or Bill's house. It's <laughs> <laughs> better than Trump. <laughs> he's under pressure to marry somebody else because his cousin just married a Vanderbilt. Is that, is that a family in it? Uh, yeah, the Vanderbilts, right? Cornelius Vanderbilt, who I think was one of the characters out of Planet of the Apes, uh, was a shipping and railroad magnate. Not to be confused with the fridge magnate from uh, <laughs> Hot Fuzz previous episode. Now, this is my my fact of the uh, of the episode. Mandalorian actor Timothy Oliphant, you know the guy that pretended to be Boba Fett <laughs> yeah. in that second series, first episode. Cornelius's great 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 grandson. Well, how good's that? That's a great old fact. That's that's a fact and a half. Yeah. So that's the that that's Jon Vanderbilts. They are uh, a bit on the old rich side, mate. So I hate them. Yeah, straight off the bat, right off the boat, the bat, of the boat. right off the boat, right, right off the boat. <laughs> Christ, who are you, Pretty Patel? <laughs> Get back on that boat. <laughs> I've got a few a few facts about homecoming coming queens. All right, queens. okay, yeah, yeah. So because at the beginning it's all about the whole American thing. So home the homecoming queen is a young lady chosen by her peers to um, reign over a traditional activities associated with the homecoming football game. Um, while the pro and the, I didn't know this either. While a prom marks the beginning of spring and the end of the school year, homecoming which often takes place in September and October, doubles as a kind of welcome back to school ceremony. Oh, right. Wow. See? So which one do you get pig's blood dumped over you? At war. Oh, God, that's a good That's the prom, isn't it? That's that the prom. prom. Yeah. Right. Oh, so we're just going to dump some pig's blood over her. At yeah, the end okay. of the year. Yeah. Keep you at them. Keep you at them. Yeah. <laughs> that's all right, because she killed a lot of them, so that's fine. I know. I, I, I yeah. team carry on this podcast, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, Great. and another another great fact, because um, in her bedroom there was a paddle. Did you see that? So I did, yeah. Know. I thought, oh, that's sexy. <laughs> so, because I've often wondered what they are, because I see them all the time. I thought they were just for barting people, but um, to show their appreciation, brothers and sisters in these fraternities um, would present their meant to wear a paddle as a sign of gratitude, loyalty, and respect. 
Um, also, many fraternities give pals to newly pledged members as a welcome and a welcoming sign of inclusion. Um, but it was it was often seen as a, a negative thing because fraternities would pretty much just debar people with a member. So right now, when you get one of those, it's maybe may a sign of respect and loyalty as opposed to something to beat people up with. Okay. And that day, they walked my gr- my my parents' groceries home. And paddled my ass. It was out of sign of respect. That would be a very <laughs> different Martin Scorsese film. <laughs> well, but I'm, I'm here for it. I'm absolutely here for it. <laughs> While we're on about those fucking fraternities, which, look, I mean, reach out to us, Moroccans, and, and tell us about the fraternities you were in at college and, and, and how your life has, has just dipped since college, <laughs> how that was the peak of your, your time. The Delta New was a, a small national professional fraternity for women in chemistry, founded in 1921 at the University of Missouri uh, and eventually chartering at least five chapters. It survived into the 50s. So I wasn't entirely sure if this was a, a, a kind of a, an off branch that still existed or they'd just taken the name of something that didn't exist anymore. Uh, yeah, Very yeah. much like Delta New Metal, which doesn't exist anymore. The frat house that she lives in, I've got a few of these, we're just straight off the straight off the paddle. Um, the, the paddle. frat house she's in is part of Alverno Heights Academy, which is an all-girls Catholic high school. Uh, it's also been used in the films The Princess Diaries and Would You Believe It, previous episode, The Master of Disguise. Dun, dun, dun. So you know what I did there, John? I went to have a look. And you know that opening scene where it's Bo Derek running across the grass? Yes. That's that building. Oh, my God. That's there you go. And actually, I could have probably looked it up on a website, but what did I do? I went to the file <laughs> Master Disguise, and I watched it through at three times the speed to find it. Well, I didn't have to watch it for very long, but I watched, <laughs> watched it all the way through. Very different. And I'm glad oh. I didn't have to because that is an abomination of a film. You hate that? Hate it? Oh, I you? hate it, hate it, hate it. Oof. There's a lot of hate there, buddy. I can feel the hate. Yeah, I don't like this film much more. Nah. <laughs> but, you know, um, she storms out upset. He needs somebody serious. She says, I'm not white trash. I grew up in Bel Air, across from Aaron Spelling. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Aaron's... That's, a, that's a name I've not heard for a while. <laughs> oh, Aaron Spelling. Well, that's a name I haven't heard in a long it's, while. It's more, his daughter, it's more his daughter everybody was talking about at one point. Yeah but, yeah, but where is she now? Oh, no. Yeah. Well, Where's he weird. now? Six feet under, mate. Exactly. Are, are you a dead? Yes, yes, you are. But the question I've got for you, John, is how did Aaron Spirit? No, I haven't. I'm not doing <laughs> See last week's episode for catch up on the in, in joke that we don't like to do. Um, but yes, what he was was the producer of such programs as The Love Boat. Now we're making love. Uh, Dynasty. Yeah. Do you remember the theme to Dynasty, yep. John? Uh, oh, God. Was it ba 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 ba? Oh no, that was Dallas, wasn't it? Ba 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 ba. It was Dynasty. Mm-hmm. There's, I know there's people at home going, it was fucking. T- I know, I know, I know how to heart. Oh no, that's it. No, that's <laughs> Magnum. What the hell? Jesus, Ian at Cold Connections, he's absolutely spitting with fury. It's funny you should mention Heart to Heart because he was also producer of that. Mrs. H, she's gorgeous. Oh, I (laughs) I loved Heart to Heart. It was brilliant. Mm. 
In 2011, he was listed as the 11th top-earning dead celebrity by Forbes magazine. Well, Who are the top three dead celebrities, top three earning dead celebrities today, John? Give us some guesses. Oh, top earning. <clears throat> uh, Elvis? No. And then it's got to be Benny, Benny Hill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he likes him big. Top earning. Oh, God. You're, you're on the right track with musician. Uh, oh, God. No, Dolly Parton's still alive, isn't she? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Beatles? Oil them together. <laughs> Two of them are still alive, John. Ah, <laughs> oh, fucking hell. You really know it. Um, <laughs> so, your top three are as follows. Hee hee, Shamon. Michael oh, Jackson, earning is. 75 million a year, buried six feet underground on Pedo Island. Um, <laughs> my man, and I still can't go over the fact this guy's no longer with us, Prince, 120 million a year. Oh, right. Yeah. And this will blow your fucking nuts off, mate. Earning five hundred and thirteen million in the last financial year, Roald Dahl. What the fuck? Really? <laughs> He's been dead since Jesus. like nineteen ninety one, right? Yes, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they just keep fucking making films of his work. Yeah, they really do, didn't they? Rejigging they it, throwing it. Johnny Depp into shit. These. Did you see that witches movie? By the way, I know the, the new, new one. one. I like I, I like I like the old one. Yeah, the old one is scary. The new one, man, stop giving her work. Is it Anne Hathaway? Oh man, yeah. I watched <laughs> the remake of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels with her and the one, the fat Amy character. Oh. Oh, I know you're talking. The is Australian it called, is it, is it Hustle or something that's called? Yeah, not to be confused with the BBC TV show that we talked about oh, last week. Oh, we Hustle. love that I think I managed 20 minutes, mate, I turned it off. And I don't turn... The shit we watch this podcast, I don't turn anything off anymore. I know, that's pretty much have been bad. Oh, she's awful. This awful English accent. And oh, no. And I don't know who it's for. And let's be honest, it, it needed more Ruprecht. <laughs> Did it really Absolutely. Need it needed it needed a man trying to put a fork in oh, to a uh, <laughs> in, into an eye. And yes, his leg. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, and him needing to great. go to the toilet. Uh, oh, I've been. <laughs> no, I've been. <laughs> oh God, I love Steve Martin. I oh, can't wait to they were, really they were get, together. get into that. Um, Oh, having uh, man short and um, that last Yeah, that. I haven't watched Basically. it yet. Have you watched that? On, no, no, yeah. Disney no, yeah. Plus. And, but, and we're halfway through a number of things and I just, I, I'm holding off, but I believe I have to... Oh, we're, just, we're, just, we're just... Let's just at the end of Ted Lasso. I really enjoy it. All right, okay. Have you cried at all? No. I'm a, oh, mate, I I'm, cry every episode of Ted Lasso. I'm a wee. It's a fucking stupid Christmas one. Every single episode. Uh, uh, not, enough, uh, not enough football for me. Not enough football. Uh, I, I don't think it would be, but I, a, there's, there's a couple of padding episodes, but yeah. that's really, first, really good. First, see, first episode of the second series, Nottingham Forest. They play Nottingham Forest, and they get a draw. Classic Forest. <laughs> <laughs> we got a draw against Luton last night. Classic Nottingham Forest. Uh, I'm anyway. loving it, though. I think it's brilliant. It's yeah, he's great. great. He's fantastic. He takes her home, but drives off saying nothing. 
she's watching some soppy daytime soap and all it made me think of there's uh, somebody's watching a soap in the simpsons and it's uh, it's like dad daddy's money's mine and uh, the guy says i'll see that you don't get apricot one and i don't know why but you know me <laughs> i always think of apricot one <laughs> apricot one and um, she's eating these chocolates out of the box and you know it's crap chocolate because it's america uh, yeah. <laughs> At me, I don't care. Yeah, absolutely, we we've got it too now. Have you ever have you had a Cadbury's dairy milk recently, John? Uh, no, uh, it's like I, yeah, fucking I shit, mate. It's like no, no, I did. it's like eating cat litter, and I would know because this bastard kicks it everywhere <laughs> in the house. Um, yeah, it's awful. Uh, our pals come in and they decide there's only one thing that will fix her: a manicure. Uh, including OPI nail varnish. Founded in 1981, does what it says on the bottle, as you would think. Uh, yep. In 2003, they launched a nail polish line for dogs called Polish. Oh, P-A-W-lish. Uh, if you buy that <laughs> for, uh, for Keith, I'm going to fucking punch you <laughs> square in the tip. I will, I will <laughs> you deserve not. it. I will not. <laughs> um, so while, while they're there getting... getting Scene two, uh, yeah, and I love the fact that one of them, Manny and Paddy in it. Manny, Manny and Paddy. One of them, one of them speaks Korean. <laughs> that was yeah. great. <laughs> that was super. But, um, I was looking up the Manny and Paddy thing. It's been in. It's been commonly used in the English language for the past decade or so. But it seems that it's actually came from. It originated in the Philippines. Mm. Okay. Um, it was, uh, yeah, it's right about nineteen seventies. It was referenced to somewhere in the Philippines. So there, she's sat next to this woman. She sat reading this this magazine and she sees Warner's cousin and the Vanderbilt <laughs> and she says, I need to be like that to the woman. And the woman's like, what? Practically deformed? I'm like, ooh. <laughs> so, no, a lawyer. So she calls Daddy and tells Daddy and the careers advisor. The careers advisor says, if you want to go to Harvard and study law, because that's where Warner's going. You yeah. need a 175 on your LSATs. You also need referrals. But she intends on doing it. She starts studying hard. Because if she's that kind of woman, Warner will take her back. Now, we're both men. So we don't have as many obstacles in life as mm. a, a woman would have. Right? Yep. I took absolute exception because I've got an, I've got a niece, beautiful little girl, and if she said she was going to do this to get in with a guy, I would take her aside and I'd say, "You need your fucking head seen too. You yeah. need your head screwed on. May I sort it out? And you know, do yeah. whatever you want. That's not this. Right? It's, it's totally stalkery as well. It's just it's not empowering whatsoever. It's no, it's just... not empowering at all. It's following, and it's about being Mrs. Warner, fucking Brandon, or whatever it is. Right? Yeah, yeah. I also wasn't cool with the fact, and you mentioned this before we came on air. I wasn't cool with the fact that she is very, very rich and can do what she wants. Yeah, pr- very privileged. Yeah, yeah, just... yeah. She's yeah. Yeah, privilege, pri- pri- white privilege, white rich privilege. <laughs> aye, yeah. aye. Yeah, that, I think that made it worse. It's like, Jim one, it's, it's bad enough you've got somebody deluded that's going to go to do somewhere like this to, to follow a guy, but then it's, it's just all the money she's got and just all that. It's just, just self-indulgent for them, to be yeah. honest. Just Absolutely. Annoying, but, annoying. but there's plenty in it. There's plenty in it to enjoy. And I probably will watch the second one. 
Because I think it's about. <laughs> I've seen. I think I've seen bits of it. It's about gay rights. I think you went to Hampstead the dog, didn't you? I do, yeah, yeah, you know me. Yeah, the uh, dog I, dies. Love, I love a dog. <laughs> the dog <laughs> dies in the end. Uh, dot com. <laughs> so, she films this video essay, mostly in a bikini. And I was yeah. like, okay, yeah, yeah, that'll that'll get you in. Uh, it'll definitely help. <laughs> she, she uses this like, I feel comfortable using legal jargon in everyday life. This guy who goes past with a skateboard and wolf whistles at her. I object. I, object. <laughs> I was like, that's brilliant. I'm into that. I object. <laughs> um, it's results day. She gets 179. She's got the grade. Y- your LSATs, John. You mean the law school admission test? I do mean the law school admission test. The scores <laughs> range from 120 to 180. 179, very good score. Yeah, yeah. Well so done, Top 3%. Yeah. All right, top 3%. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so look, you know, good good for you. You go and follow your man's dreams. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the, the test is, was um, started around 1946, and it was designed to assess reading... Uh, comprehension as well as logical and verbal reasoning video mission essay in 2019 Kim Kardashian recreated the video for Halloween which don't look it up listeners do not give her the attention she craves she doesn't deserve it her dad David Schwimmer is rolling in his grave absolutely (laughs) fucking rotating his grave yes John for the fifth week on the trot I managed to get a people versus OJ Simpson quote (laughs) or reference in tour the Shah yeah is this going to be a thing now is this your thing this is, yeah, well, Simpsons, Simpsons and that show. I am going to go through that again in the future. Um, she's currently at the C, uh, the CU, the C-U-L-A. So it's the Central University of California. Uh, it's founded in 1927. It has the motto, Fiat Lux, which in English is, very nice Fiat car. No, <laughs> uh, let there be light. Famous alum. Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Oh my god. With this guy. Absolutely. (laughs) Sean Astin. Yeah. Uh, Potatoes. And Francis Ford Coppola. We'll come back to him in a little while. Right. Uh, Tuesday, March the 12th, 2019, the UCLA men's soccer coach. Jorge Salasio was one of many coaches across the country charged with racketeering and conspiracy. He's alleged to have taken over $200,000 in bribes to get people into the university. Wow. Jesus, that's a lot. Loads of money. Loads of money. Indeed it is. Indeed it is. These stuffy admin guys are at Harvard and they let her in on diversity and one of the guys is looking at her cv and he says well she was in a ricky martin video <laughs> i was like oh crusty old dean <laughs> so she pulls up at harvard with her chihuahua buster now you've got a little dog john what's your thoughts on chihuahuas uh vicious little bastards we yeah. uh we, we man syndrome mm. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I couldn't agree more. Uh, they're uh, they're Mexican, so build a wall, keep them keep them out. You'll just put me in a fucking cage. I don't know. <laughs> One of the two. Because <laughs> uh, she, she went and it, was it was it Worth House with 
All right, you're telling me right. something I don't know. Well, when, she, when she was going to into university, she was into this Waith, Waith House or Waith Hall. I'm looking it up. It just says, um, remember in 1958, uh, the university moved one step closer towards uh, co-education um, by opening up Waith Hall for women graduates. Oh, right, okay. So it must have been a thing before that. So before that, the women were in the fucking kitchen or something? Pro- right, probably, to be honest. Aye. Good, so. good, yeah, good good work, Harvard. Well done. <laughs> Harvard is in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Um, famous alumni, because you know how much I love alumni, they're a little bit better than, than CULA. Um, former Pakistan Prime Minister Benazir Bhutto, Michelle Obama, and father of the atom bomb, J. Robert Oppenheimer. Uh, That's the one, yeah. It's one of eight Ivy League schools, John. Now, I'll give you one thing learned for each one you guess, if you can guess the other seven. Just name a place in America, and I'll tell you if it's one. Or not necessarily a place, but if you've heard of, like, a college, name it. Um, So there was – where was that college in Austin, Massachusetts? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Previous episode oh, road Boston? trip. Boston. Boston. Uh, yeah, this is the one in Boston, Massachusetts. Well, this is the one in Cambridge. Yeah, right. So that's one. No, well, no, because this is the one we're talking about, John. That doesn't count. There's oh, seven more. Can you have you heard of any in film? Any big ones? Big, 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 uh, big ones. UCLA. No, we've just talked about that one. It's not no, one. Uh, uh, MIT. Uh, no. But no, you know the big one. It begins with a Y. Uh, YMCA. <laughs> it's a lock on your door. Yale. There you go. I'll give you that one. <laughs> Fucking hell, we'll be here all day. Um, you you could have also had, but we're never going to get Brown, Columbia, Cornell, Dartmouth, the University of Pennsylvania, where Dracula goes, Obviously. Princeton. You got Yale, of course, but not Vassar. I've had enough of your Vassar bashing, young lady. <laughs> That's a mother. She's getting stairs, and someone calls her Malibu Barbie, right? Malibu Barbie, uh, of course, you you know this, John, yourself. Yeah. Uh, Malibu Barbie. Uh, in 1971, Mattel launched its iconic line of Malibu dolls. In 2008, the 1971 Malibu Vintage Repo Derby playset, Derby? Boo! Derby. Barbie playset, doll and clothes, uh, was released. There's currently one on eBay at 60 quid. Nice. Just a reproduction, still 60 quid. But it's got a new hat. It's full of Simpsons references this week. Wow. Um, <laughs> she sat on the quad, right? And and you hear about the quad a lot. I'm going to play hacky sack on the quad. Yeah. The quad is short for quadrangle, which of course it is. But I learned this thanks to Vintage Video Podcast. They do not listen to us because they are a proper brilliant podcast who I <laughs> listen to a lot. Um, but they gave this fact in their final exam episode. Go and listen to that episode. It is fact city. But the the they were they had to look up the fact is quad short for quadrangle when. Oh, I mean, obviously it is, but but is it? It's one of those things. Yeah. Like, I just always assumed it was, but yeah, it is. Yes, oh, I, I never questioned. I never questioned it until you asked me. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's, that's exactly it. Yeah, <laughs> and, I, and and we wouldn't have got that. I'm just going to add that to the list there. We wouldn't have got that if that wasn't uh, 
wasn't in that podcast. And I don't prompt you to go and listen to other podcasts very often, but they're a proper podcast <laughs> with proper film people. And they're really yeah, nice yeah. Uh, too, which is good. They're all, they also do a lot of Simpsons references, which I'm so into. Right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, she registers for a class, uh, but she's missing a social calendar. They don't have one. I was like, boo, imagine not having one. So she's sitting down meeting all these characters. This guy, David Kidney. <laughs> David yeah. Kidney. Wow. Um, he's got PhDs and a master's out the wazoo, but no social skills at all. He's like me, but smart. And he's been deworming orphans in Somalia. Uh, this character, Enid, <laughs> is a genius. And she goes on about how she she ran the, the, the Women's Lesbian March. Good for her. Um Aaron Mitchell, Stephen Hawkins stole the brief history of time from his fourth grade paper. <laughs> I don't know, Colleen. They're all awful, aren't they? <laughs> that, that's, that guy, though, reminded me of somebody who had to look him up. It's bloody uh, Anthony Perkins' son. Psycho. David Kidney, or the, the guy with the... The uh, first guy, uh, the last guy. So The, the one Stephen Hawkins from... guy. You've you? got to keep I, on I, murdering, David murdering, Perkins, uh, David in the shower. Perkins. His okay. name's Oz, Oz Perkins. It's Oz Perkins. Perkins. All right, yeah. okay. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I know. Oh, I it's know. only because I, I didn't even care who he was, but then we kept looking at him and going, you remind me, so I actually had to look up, but it's his, it's his boy. Yeah, it's my boy. It's lucky it's not his mother. My it's love. My <laughs> Sorry, it just took me a moment there. I just had a moment where I was like, oh, all right, yeah, nice. Well done in a fucking rocking chair in the basement. It's been too long since I've watched that. I think that's. Oh, me too. I preferred Cycle to 2. I preferred Cycle 2 all the way. What? <clears throat> I know. I know it's a bit controversial, but I, I did like, uh, I like the same one. Mark Plant has left the recording. <laughs> <laughs> No more Simonson's references. <laughs> uh, L L is telling them what she's done. She saw Cameron Diaz at Fred Seagal's, where she convinced her not to buy an ugly sweater. I mean, that's an achievement to be proud of, because you know for a fact Cameron Diaz went back and told her pal that this young this lady uh, helped her out. Yeah, that's good. I told Selma Blair to buy it. <laughs> yeah, she's in some rotten sweaters, isn't she? She looks like uh, the kind of stuff I wear for, for work. <laughs> uh, she sees Warner in the hall, tells him she goes here. He's like, go where? It's like, here. You know, I got in. It, it, it wasn't too tough. Agrees to meet him after class. In the class, uh, they've all got laptops, and she's got this pink heart-shaped notepad, which is brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Um, the law is reason-free from passion. Who said it? Aristotle said it. And she's saying to David Kidney, are you sure? And he's like, yeah. Are you willing to bet on this? Because she batters the guy's head with a pen, doesn't she? (laughs) And he's like, maybe. Aristotle, Greek as we know, everything in this podcast goes back to ancient Greece, um, was taught by Plato. Uh, his writings covered as many subjects as, <gasps> deep breath, physics, biology, zoology, metaphysics, logics, ethics, aesthetics, poetry, theatre, music, rhetoric, psychology, linguistics, e- economics, politics, meteorology, geology, and government. What? But he knew fuck all about Simpsons references. So, you know. <laughs> Has downfall? It wouldn't last two minutes on this podcast. It's only for fucking free. <laughs> 
She asked someone to explain this Gordon versus Steele. Elkant, uh, the lecturer, asked her to leave and asked Virginia Kensington, this other student, would you support me asking her to leave? It's Selma Blair. She says yes and yeah. kicks her out. Now, Selma Blair isn't ever really likable in anything I've seen her in. I don't think she's particularly likable, but she's really likable in real life. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, apparently yeah. it was really nice, but uh, yeah, it was a bit of yeah, a role reversal because she was they were both in is it Dangerous Liaison, the remake. They are in. Now, I remember her in Cruel Intentions as the first thing I'd seen her in, but she's hmm. been in a few other bits and pieces. I think she's in Scream 2 as an uncredited voice, and she's in a few other things. And she's the Snog's Buffy, doesn't she? In it, and yeah, uh, you know, we were all of an age, John. Uh, you know, so it uh, it was it was an important thing. Um, she's brilliantly introverted in that Hellboy movie, and in the second yeah. Hellboy movie, she's she comes out of it a little bit more. Um, she suffers from MS. She does a lot of work for multiple sclerosis societies. Can't say that word. Multiple sclerosis societies, staying alive mm-hmm. foundation. Nothing to do with the Bee Gees. Yeah. Um, she was nominated for a Grammy for spoken word audiobook for the Diary of Anne Frank. Oh well, okay. Yeah. So you'll set that. She is um, one quarter of the way to an EGOT, which isn't great. <laughs> it's not great. She's 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 got. She's, although she didn't even won it, so she's not anyway to an EGOT. Okay, moving on. Uh, <laughs> she not she not got. <laughs> she, she she got fuck all, mate. <laughs> so she heads outside uh, to the quad. So we're back at the quad again, back to the... and she's talking to this guy. It's uh, it's Luke Wilson, who's never been young. Yeah, I would argue, uh... but my favourite of the Wilsons. I absolutely love that movie where he goes, uh, he gets frozen in time. Idiocracy. Yes, you know where me. Terry Crews is the is the president. Yeah, Brondo. It's got what plants crave: electrolytes. <laughs> <laughs> one of the Baldwin boys was in that as well, wasn't he? Was it Stephen Baldwin or something? Oh, he's one of the Baldwins in that. I yeah, I, in you're getting him mixed up with the guy that uh, that's doing his that's his lawyer, who's not one of the I Baldwins, know. and I always get that guy mixed up. But that's that is such a fun movie, and that is possibly an episode because I love that because I love anything kind of futuristic dystopian look at, oh no it's Dax Shepard Dax Shepard I, <laughs> I couldn't have told is. you the guy's name but it's Dax Shepard yeah. just know he sounds like a toothbrush <laughs> go away baiting <laughs> that's it <laughs> and like his seat is also a toilet let's just say I'm set on the right seat uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is that movie's a lot of fun. I think that was in. I think that was kind of like that was made at about the same time as this, but only released in like two thousand and nine or something. Uh, two thousand six, uh, and it was Mike Judge who serves Williams. Yeah, yeah. him that does King of the Hill, Silicon Valley. I don't know if you've watched that, John. That should be the next show you watch if you haven't seen that. No, I've not seen it. Silicon Valley is oh, it's yeah, it's it's not for Kirsty, but. With all the techie stuff in it, you'll get a fucking a, a, a yeah, laugh yeah. out of that. Also, the bad guy's called Gavin Belson. Oh, Gavin <laughs> well, Belson, of course. Uh, no, our Gav. His very deep voice asking for Princess Bride. Right. <laughs> so she's talking at the quad to him, and he's giving hints on dealing with the tutors. Warner turns up with Vivian. She's his fiancée. Uh, Elle needs an emergency pamper. 
So she sits down at Stifler's mom's desk. Stifler's mom. Stifler's mom. Now, you you know this actor from loads and loads and loads of things, Jennifer Coolidge. Yep. She is in all of those uh, fantastic kind of um, comedy movies that are out all the yep. time. She's in a lot of TV shows, and she is she's brilliant. She can she can play she can play all sorts. But yep. this is the kind of the. The, like the the dowdy kind of homestay thing she does quite well as well, you know. Yeah. So she's talking to her about the issues that she's had, uh, tells her everything, including, I even hired a coppola to direct my administ- admission <laughs> video. And we know which one. The yeah. coppola. And I'm not talking, uh, you know, Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Who's a coppola? I don't know if you know that. <laughs> Nicolas Cage is a, is a coppola. Um, the her partner dumped her, kept the dog and the trailer. <laughs> uh, she says, "What's so special about Kensington? Has she got three tits?" <laughs> I was, was like, funny. "Yes, <laughs> baby. Ah, uh, you made me wish I got three heads. Three oh, heads. God. Right, so as soon as she said that, I thought exactly that's what I thought of that film. Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch the remake? By the way, I did. Um, um, I it's guess. one of the one of the worst things I think I've seen. All I can remember is this bit where the woman says, "I'm going to make you wish you had three hands," and that's it. And there's a fucking tube station in the center of the earth or something. I, I think I don't know. Aye, I don't really that's know. it. Yeah, I don't really know. But no, I couldn't get on board with it. Mm. So this odd-looking UPS delivery guy that she fancies, she's called Paulette. Fancies turns up, and she can't talk to him. He's like, I've got a package. And you're like, I've seen this film somewhere on the internet, but it doesn't <laughs> end the same way. <laughs> yeah, it nobody opens that package. <laughs> uh, next day, she's in Victor Garber's class. What's Victor Garber doing in this? He's uh, he's a proper actor, arguably. Um, he says, uh, do you, do you, would you do Malum Inse or Malum Prohibitium? She says, I want the one that's innocent. And I was like, that's fucking great. Good on you. Yeah, well done. Yeah. Oh, she's trying to win Warner, Warner back by sitting watching football in a bikini. <laughs> she's in the bikini. <laughs> it looks fucking freezing as well. She's got like this jumper on and this bikini. Um, she turns up to the study group. Selma Blair sends her away. So I, I, I expected that her next study group that she went to was the community college group in the uh, community well, TV series. <laughs> Jack Black. Jack Black was in that group for a second. She calls her oh, girls God, for support, nice. and one of them is getting married. Um, so she said, oh, you got to come back because I'm getting married. She gets invited to Kensington's party, and she says, it's a costume party. Okay. Of course it is. Uh, she shows up as a Playboy bunny, and everyone else is in flannels. And all I could think was, it's like a Dockers commercial in here. <laughs> <laughs> Last week's basketball episode. It's, it's just, uh, what's that other film with her that turns up in a, a bunny suit? It's something Diary. What's her name? Princess Diary. No, no, no. The other <laughs> one. The, the, the frumpy mum. Oh, the frumpy mum. That's a bit harsh. Bridget Jones's Diary. <laughs> Yeah, him. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, Warner's impressed that she looks hot, though. She's applying for Victor Garber's internship next year. Warner says she isn't smart enough. And I was like, fucking hell. 
she says, but we're in the same class. Uh, we passed the same LSAT tests. But obviously he thinks she's just a, a dud. So there's this montage. She's buying this iMac laptop in orange, which I was well into. Remember these? Yeah. Somebody this... put one up recently on the internet, and they've had it for years, and they brought it out and charged it up, and it still worked. Right, okay. The same model. It's amazing Fantastic. to see these things. Yeah. She's studying whilst working out. Buster's barking at this chihuahua on this Taco Bell advert. Right. The Taco Bell dog, the actor was called Gidget and starred from 1997. I love this because it also starred as Bruiser's mom in the 2003 movie Legally Blonde 2, Red, White and Blonde. Oh, that's a good one, isn't it? That's really <laughs> fucking meta. Uh, and then died in 2009. I like that fact a lot less. Deed Doug. Deed Doug. Deed Doug. Deed Doug. My, that's in... my name. Deed. <laughs> uh, this dog that's barking, of course, is Bruiser. Real name Mooney repi- yep. reprised his role in the second film. Uh, died in 2016 at the age of 18. Jesus, that's, that's a good ending. That's a good yeah. ending. That's a good age for a dog, isn't it? The, the, the puss Colin Robinson has just jumped up on the desk in the window. I would love to have him for another 14 years. That would be great. That would be amazing. Fingers crossed the little bastard doesn't get hit by a car. <laughs> we don't let him out, so it's not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, you need to buy yourself a turtle. You've got a heartache. Totally tubular. <laughs> So in this montage, she's now answering questions in the class and she's getting it. So she is smart. You know, there's no doubt about that. Um, Mm -hmm. She takes Paulette to get her dog back. She claims to be her attorney, uh, basically legally jargons the ex to get the dog. Um, Mm -hmm. And it is, as I've written down here, it's not a dog. It's a dog. It's a dog. There is a proper dog, dog. this, isn't it? It really is. It's a bloody bruiser. (laughs) It's a lovely bit of bonding for those two. But why doesn't the big bastard of a dog eat Bruiser? <laughs> is what I was thinking. I know. Yeah. That's exactly I thought. I thought, why is it no eating that <laughs> Japanese bastard? Uh, she shows Warner up on a case of uh, visitation rights of a sperm hmm. donor. This was good. I like this little bit. Yeah, it was a good piece. That was a good bit. Um, and then she hands a CV over to Garber, and her CV is pink and scented. Uh, and I've written, is it Calvin Klein for jobs? <laughs> uh, Garber's caseload is so big, he's taking on first-year interns in the new year. It's Kensington, it's Warner, and it's Al. They've all been picked. And there's no mention of anybody else being picked, but there's a few characters, like the only other characters in the class, have also been picked later on. Edith is one of them. She's there as well. Yeah, and uh, Kidney. Oh, his kidney part of it. I couldn't see. He's a big moron-looking thing. Um, she says, oh, this is better than that four hours I had with you in the hot tub <laughs> to order in front of uh, Selma Blair. It's kind of like, and then I thought, four hours in a hot tub? Imagine how wrinkly you'd be. I know. You'd be and how hell, much jizz there'd be in that hot tub as well. The <laughs> best skin on that thing. <laughs> <laughs> She mentions at some point that she was Miss Hawaiian Tropics. Uh, Hawaiian Tropics is owned by Playtex, which is the largest manufacturer of sun care products in the Western Hemisphere. We have covered Hawaiian Tropics, so I was limited to what I could I could get from this. But 
It ran from 1984 to 2010, the award. And it's been won by two Brits, Belfast's Karen McGrellan in 1984 and Liverpool's Debbie O'Toole in 2008. On yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Debbie O'Toole was the star of E4 reality TV show, wait for it, Desperate Scouse Wives. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking (laughs) Fucking hell indeed, which looks as bad as it sounds. It lasted eight episodes in 2010. Jesus, that's bad. Debbie O'Toole, named after your father, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> Debbie O'Gormag. You guarantee that's not her real name. No. Uh, and she's probably got <laughs> fucking only fans or some shite. I don't know. Um, <laughs> right. So Garber's defending Brooke Taylor. Yep. She murdered her 60-year-old husband. Elle says she can't have been unhappy because she's into exercise. Exercise equals endorphins, and endorphins equals happy. Happy people don't kill their husbands. Uh, she says she uh, she loved him, and she couldn't have done it. Uh, did you spot who it was, by the way? Yeah, it's uh, the last from Final Destination. Ali Larter. Ali Larter. And yeah. she's never looked more banging, dare I be uh, a little bit uh, a little bit rude. <laughs> she never looks so good. She looks fantastic. She's a great actress. Yeah, because well. she was in the later um, Resident Evil movies, wasn't she? And she was in oh, one. she is in those. I'd forgotten that those existed. I've still not seen that last one because... Because why? why? Yeah, because yeah, why totally. the fuck would totally. I? Totally agree with you. <laughs> She needs an alibi. She's got one, but she can't give it. Uh, turns out that they know one another from a class in LA. And the reason that Ali Lata's character remembers her is she's never seen someone do such a big high kick. <laughs> so that's um, she's back at the beauticians. The weird-looking UPS guy turns up. And this is where he's got a package for Paulette. She won't speak to him. So Elle shows her the bend and snap, snap. dancing number. And it leads yeah. to this dancing number, which I've watched this movie twice now this week. And that was thankfully a bit, I could fast forward a whole minute and a half of the second yeah, time because there's nothing to learn from the bend and snap. So they're back at the office. They need an alibi. So Elle goes to see her with this care package, which includes a copy of Cosmo, Cosmo. Magazine. Yeah. Do you know anything about Cosmo when, Magazine? When was that? Uh, I just know that uh, X-Men used to read it all the time. All the time. Um, it used to be about all the facts and things you could get from being a, being a woman. Power women day to day. So uh, it was okay. one of those. Why it wasn't you always it? that way, John. Was it, it was not? It was first published in 1886 as a family magazine. I bet they didn't talk about female orgasms back then. I bet they didn't. They? <laughs> uh, circulation reached 25,000. It became a women's magazine in 1965. And it now has a circulation. 4.3 million in the UK alone. Who the fuck is still buying magazines in 2021, mate? It's Mr. Cosmo. I thought everyone was online. That's why I need to get my bino. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've got a subsection of Sunday Sport News, but that's a totally different kind of news. (laughs) (laughs) Tets. Tets. So, 
she can't tell her the alibi because it's too shameful and it'll ruin the fact that she's made her money in doing workout videos. Remember workout videos? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jane Fonda done whatever. Jane Fonda, yeah. Davina McCall. The, uh, yeah. I think there might have even been a Bo Selector one at one point. Jesus. Yeah. That guy's been cancelled, right? But should okay. be after his last venture with that fucking Amanda Holden. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that was, I mean, uh, what, I mean, Amanda yeah. Holden needs just fucking, I know, celebrity by association for shagging an old yeah. guy, that's crazy, man. <laughs> but which <laughs> was the one with the plastic face, was it Amanda Holden, or was it Avid Marion? <laughs> All the shit she's <laughs> had put in her face. Yeah. yeah. Um, the alibi is, John, did you catch the alibi? Uh, yeah, she went for some kind of liposuction. She was getting liposuction, which is Jesus. a shame because she helps women lose weight. And that's the liposuction that Joe Coop was drinking in last week's episode in last of Basketball. Week, right? <laughs> with the, with the... Marlon Brando's oh. ass. <laughs> oh, geez, that was horrible. Um, <laughs> makes a promise not to tell. It's a sister's thing because they're both Delta News. She'll lose everything. So she'd rather go to jail than lose her reputation. Because yeah. what I think she'd seen that orange is the new black, and she thinks it's all fun and games. <laughs> exactly. I was I've out got... after four episodes of that. By the way, that was Crusty yeah, uh, really... done a few of them, but I was the same. I was like, oh, I think we, I think we found four. other things we liked more in the house. What were songs of praise on? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah Highway with Sari Harry Seacum. <laughs> <laughs> a reference for nobody. <laughs> We haven't had a reference for nobody for ages. Highway with Sir Harry of Seacombe is a good one. Boy for sale. (laughs) Elle explains they've got the alibi, but she can't break the promise because of sisterhood, which is a thing, apparently. Just fucking do it, mate. Uh, The ex-wife's interviewed next. Did you see who this was? Uh, No. With, she didn't go to this beauty farm for her and she's got the, the things on. Raquel Welsh. Oh, was it? It was Raquel Welsh. Yeah. No way. She looked yeah. totally different. She well, she 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 looked like Raquel Welsh in, in the in two thousand and one, I guess. Um, <laughs> she says Brooke was at it with the cabana boy. Jesus. Wilson says, uh, how would I look like a blonde? And I was like, Well, like your fucking brother. Wow, uh, wow, you're blonde now. That's just, wow. just need to punch your nose a few times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, walking home, she sees David Kidney, the dork, asking a girl out. And the girl's kind of like, no, because you're a dork. And yeah. Elle runs over and slaps him and makes a scene saying that he broke her heart. The girl's like, oh, my God, you're such a bad boy. Yeah, when can we go out? And I was like, yeah, Elle's okay. Yeah, she's very, <laughs> she's very one-dimensional, but she's okay. Uh, She's back in the dorm. Kensington comes in. Um, she needs the um, she needs the deposition. Uh, yeah. She tells her that she thinks not giving up the alibi was classy. She gives Bruiser a bit of fuss. Bruiser doesn't bite the fuck out of her. He's not the uh, dog I thought he was. Must have been braid beforehand. <laughs> They're bitching about Warner, like sisters, like that kind of thing. Um, and then she gets her face licked off by Bruiser. And all I could think was, you've now got sepsis. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> don't let face. Previous, previous episode. Don't Do let them look in your face. Yeah. They're in court now. Uh, the daughter, Chutney. <laughs> great, <laughs> <name>. <laughs> great shit name for like a kind of like a, 
like a like a valley girl, isn't it? Uh, Linda <laughs> Cardellini, uh, who is it's a great actor, fantastic, yeah. and I'm sure is going to be utterly wasted in that fucking Hawkeye show. Oh god, yeah. But, yeah, uh, yeah. She's the she's the wife in the in Hawkeye. Uh, I mean, not needed. Uh, Chutney is a South Asian condiment made of spices, vegetables, and fruit. And uh, usually I have to have half a jar full uh, with my curry. Although, to be honest, I'm a lime pickle guy myself. The hotter and the sourer, the better. If it's hot and sour, get it right in me. All over Uh, there. Oh, mate. Yeah. Hot and sour pickles all over my boink. (laughs) She says she's been at it with the cabana boy. And the cabana boy then comes up. He's this kind of like... South American, <laughs> Central American kind of. He's like Raul for the um, I am Brad. I dive. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> your ladies. I haven't thought about your that. Your ladies. Raul, I I every now and again, whenever I think of the name Raul, I always go, "Your ladies," and nobody gets it. Fucking I dive. Oh man. Well, I was going to say he was more like. Nobody fucks with the Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I, the Jesus. Oh, I was, he got his own spin-off for that as well. Yeah, well, yeah, he, that's because he's a pederast on Peder Island. Pederast. <laughs> on Peder Island. Um, he was forced to uh, wear a sequined thong. Uh, and she says a Delta would never sleep with a guy in a thong. Uh, we're back at the beauticians. The UPS... Unattractive guys here. He drops yep. his. Oh, she drops her pen for the bend and snap, and he tries to help her. She snaps and breaks his fucking nose. Good girl. <laughs> that, was, that was funny. Elle <laughs> says, "Don't worry, my friend barfed on a guy during the Blair Witch, and they went out for three months." <laughs> and the Blair Witch. The Blair Witch. Did you like the Blair Witch, John? Uh, for our found footage one, it was actually all right because mm. they, they didn't rely too much on in special effects stuff like that. It literally, just was all. Nah, it's done its job. It started the trend. Put it that way. It cost three hundred thousand dollars to make and made two hundred and forty-eight point six million dollars. The Blair Witch. God, that's a good markup. And if it? you do not follow us on TikTok, that was our first ever TikTok video. Me walking around the woods telling you about the fucking Blair Witch. Motherfuckers. <laughs> Motherfuckers. Back at the court, she's waiting for the pool guy to finish at the water fountain. And she's tapping her feet. And he's like, don't you stamp your last season's Pradas at me, honey. And I was like, okay, I feel a little bit bad doing that accent. But it is what it is. <laughs> I've, 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 I've had a whiskey. Um, <laughs> Prada <laughs> uh, shoes. Reese Witherspoon got to keep all seventy-seven pairs of shoes from the film. Once Legally Blonde two wrapped, Prada are an Italian luxury fashion house started in nineteen thirteen. Probably fascists. Uh, yep. Cheapest women's pair on the website at the moment costs four hundred and ninety of your British sterling pounds, and the most expensive is a pair of boots that cost fifteen hundred and fifty pounds. But those are not even in the top ten of the most expensive shoes, and I'm not saying I don't do all my own research, but I've got to thank my wonderful wife Rachel <laughs> for doing that bit of research for me. Oh, well done! The fuck do I know about Prada? I just went down a rabbit hole. With. I've had to just, I've had to just type down leather boots or high heel shoes, 
my 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 algorithm would have brought <laughs> Going back to working at Carlton Warehouse in two thousand and seven with Rahul, your ladies, uh, we were selling a Prada phone back then, which was an LG Prada phone. Do you remember, remember that? that? Yeah, and it I had that. all the software issues in the world. They were yes. constantly being brought back to be yeah. fucking reflashed all the time. Back yeah. in the days when you had to take your phone to a, a, a phone shop to get fucking reflashed. Exactly. Yeah, Imagine I mean, it like that. The it and it's like all the beautiful, ergonomically and aesthetically pleasing phones were absolutely a bag of shit. That Pebble, by the way, was a stunning little phone. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm just, just I got one for free. And I couldn't, I couldn't press the buttons because they were so tiny and they were in bed. So it was trying yeah. to press. Oh, I was like, I'm you out. got it for free, and it was still too expensive. I got it for free, and it was rubbish. <laughs> oh, LG man, it was LG, wasn't it? It was all LG. LG happening. Yeah, the only phone you could rely on was Nokia's and uh, uh, Ericsson's. Remember, I Sony had Ericsson. a Sony Ericsson i eight um eight hundred i. Which is fucking brilliant, mate. You could throw that at the fucking wall, and it was brilliant. And web browsing and all the porn one could want. Yeah, absolutely amazing. (laughs) Loved it. Anyway, she has a realization that his name's Enrique is gay because straight guys don't know shoes, right? True. So she turns to Warren and says, What kind of shoes am I wearing? I don't know, black ones. Emmett believes her. So Emmett, we've not mentioned his name, is Luke Wilson. Emmett believes her, uh, but Garber doesn't. Emmett jumps in um, says, look, can you give me a chance? Where did you take her on a date? Uh, he says, oh, we went to her favourite restaurant. And how long have you been sleeping together? About six months. And your boyfriend's name is Chuck. <laughs> he's like, what? Uh, I mean, uh, friend. I mean, Chuck's just a friend. <laughs> this guy in the audience jumps up and he's like, you bitch! And storms <laughs> out. And that was great. I liked oh, that man. a lot. And he's cheap, but that's fine. Uh, Elle goes into Garba's office and congratulates her on the following the intuition and then basically tries to touch her up. Yeah. Kensington sees it uh, before she can push him off of her. She leaves. As she's going out the lift, uh, she stops the lift and says, you almost had me fooled. Are you going to sleep with the jury too? Oh, the drama. The drama uh, involved in all this. She tells Emmett that he made a pass at her and that she's leaving. She goes to see Paulette to say goodbye. Tells her the lot, tells her everything that's going on. And it just so happens, in the background, the professor from the first class is getting her hair done. And here's it all. Was she also the mum from Two and a Half Men? Aye. I think so. Two and a Half Men. Go check that. But yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's one of the things I know from. I think she is married to or in a relationship with Sarah. She's in a relationship with Sarah Poulton. Sarah Paulson. Yeah, so she, her line, and this is great, it's if you let one dick hold you back, you're not the lawyer I thought you were. Boom! I like that. Um, Emmett explains that L quit and why. So they, oh, this is to the, uh, this is to the Ali Lata, Brooke. This is to Brooke. Yep. So Emmett explains to Ali Lata, the Brooke character, that L quit and why. Uh, she says, I'm not having that. That's not acceptable. And yeah, 
Vivian, Selma Blair, says, oh, I was so wrong. Like, it's all resolved in, like, one, like, one, uh, kind of, like, one two lines of kind of exposition. I uh, like, just oh feel a bit God. sort of cl- clamped oh, on them. Like, the fuck have we, <laughs> ju- we've just had, like, an hour and 20 minutes of this uh, fucking movie. It's like that dream sequence, it? Oh, it was all a dream, it was all a dream. <laughs> Left in within two seconds, everything's all right again. <laughs> Coming out of the shower. <laughs> what do you mean, JR's dead? <laughs> <laughs> they get Ellen as the lead and they sack Garber. So she turns up all dressed in pink. She looks great. So they say the 3.03 ruling is that she can do this if she has the support by a licensed attorney. Emma is the one that will support. Real thing. Looked it up. It exists. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Chutney's being questioned. Uh, there can be no crime without a vicious will, which is men's uh, rare, which learned chutney uh went upstairs to take a shower now she's got this massive hair yeah. <laughs> linda cartini yeah yeah it's fantastic this huge hair um and she says oh well she's she's really struggling she says but what did you do she says oh well i went and worked out and then i got a perm and then what did you do i went home and i got a shower you got a shower to get the perm yeah and have you had many perms i've been getting two a year since i was 12 she's like 25 um, and she says, well, the first rule of perm maintenance is don't get them wet. If you've been perming for 13 years, then you'll know what you're talking about. And she says, she says, if you're in the shower, you wouldn't have heard what went on. And she said, yeah, I shot the father thinking it was Brooke coming through the door. Ooh. And that's it. And you're like, wow, fantastic. <laughs> so she's done it. So they, they have to throw it out. Uh, and I don't really think that's how court works, but they have to throw it out. Um, and there'll, there'll be another case for her later on. Uh, yep. Warner chases her down. He's made a huge mistake and wants her back. Um, but she says, the line is, I'm going to need a boyfriend who's not a complete bonehead if I'm going to be a partner by 30. That's a burn, son. I know. Get down. Three years later, they all graduate. Kensington dumped Warner, who graduated without honours. Yeah. she's, And I was going to say she's now. It's not, not her. Elle's now dating Emmett who has his own firm and has employed her, nepotism much, and is proposing to her tonight. Oh, that's nice. And that's the end. Thank fuck. Great. That was was hard work. (laughs) Uh, No, well, do you know what? There's enough nice stuff in it for me. And it's blissfully short, John. We're probably talking for longer than, than, than the... Vast the majority of the goes, movie, yeah. the whole movie, uh, but yeah, we we it was blissfully blissfully short, really, when you think about it. Yeah, I've missed a fuck ton of stuff here. What have you missed? Uh, nothing. Uh, the majority of stuff you'd already had. The stuff that I had was at the beginning about the vast eighty. Um, the only other thing I had was something about hang on frat houses. Mm-hmm. To be honest, it didn't really get much away because it's basically just a house. Where of course we tend to live, hold meetings, and throw parties, and that's literally what they're for. But they can be anywhere um, within a certain distance from the university or college or whatever okay. it is. Uh, she's got a sticker on her laptop at the start. Alloy dot com, a double l o y dot com. I have absolutely no idea what it was at the time, but it's now a finance com service for banks and financial institutions. Could not tell you what it was no. twenty years Alloy. ago. No idea. Right. John, where do you think the top three countries are that have the most pure blonde hair? Uh, it's got to be 
Sweden. Uh, yes, what? Denmark. No, no. way. Uh, no way. <laughs> yeah, one more. You're in the right ballpark. Finland. Mika Hakkinen. He's not from Hong Kong. He's Finnish. That's right, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> she mentions in a video essay at some point about the college uh, cutting um, charming toilet roll for basically that Shamine, that, um, I guess, that tracing paper stuff you used to have at school in the 80s. Aye. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. The stuff that exactly your shit that. never stuck to. <laughs> but they didn't care because you were just a child. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Charming toilet roll, created in 1928 by the Hoburg Paper Company. In 2008, it was purchased by Svenska Celeste AB, Swedish and possibly blonde paper manufacturer, and was renamed Cashel. <laughs> You know the yeah. advert with the Carla obsessed with wiping his ass. Yeah. She mentions that she's a member of uh, the Los Angeles Athletics Club. Uh, it's been around for 35 years, and it's $198 a month, which includes invitations to private club events, such as wine tasting, holiday brunches, viewing parties, and more. Entrance to award-winning private bars and restaurants. This is all from their website. Special yeah. member rates on hotel rooms. Reciprocal privileges with other private clubs around the world. Sounds sexy. Access to athletic facilities, all group classes, and two fitness assessments with a staff trainer. Members may add a legally married spouse for $60 a month. Children may be added for $13 a month. Admittance for children under 12 is complimentary. May I pay 16 quid a month for my gym, so fucking shove it, LA Athletics <laughs> Stick up your ass. And I don't even go to that. <laughs> uh, diminished capacity plea is mentioned. It's a belief that certain people, because of mental impairment or disease, are simply incapable of reaching the mental state required to commit a crime. Right. Almost there. UPS is the United Parcel Service, founded in 1907 in Seattle, uh, delivered to more than 220 countries worldwide. Uh, Warner is waitlisted at one point. Uh, the waitlist is exactly what you think it is. College has reviewed the application and put you on a waiting list for admission behind yep. other people. Uh, okay, final couple of things. Uh, Victoria's Secret model. Not entirely sure what this related to. I didn't have it in my notes, but she does mention the Victoria's Secret model. 2001's Victoria's Secret model was Heidi Klum. Are you sure you weren't getting a bit distracted and just looked up? Victoria's no, Secret I model. think somebody has mentioned Victoria's Secret. Must be, because I uh, wouldn't look yeah, that I up. Know it, I know it. Um, <laughs> she wore a bra worth $12.5 million dues. Jesus Christ. Mm. Heidi Klum? Uh, the, Heidi she Klum. no dating seal for a long time? Yeah, yeah. He kissed her, Rose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the guy who plays Warner based Warner on President George W. Bush, who was also an alumni of Harvard, which is amazing because he couldn't even read a fucking book about a goat on 9-11. Uh, the role oh, of El nearly went to Chris... <laughs> <laughs> Potato. <laughs> the role of El nearly went to Christina Applegate. She turned it down because she didn't want to play another stereotypical blonde. Uh, Vivian hmm. was offered to Chloe Seveni, but she turned it down for a different film and was Mate. never heard of after that. Yeah, I think uh, she's done bloody 
Day of the Dead remake, and then it was out of the way, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, Legally Blonde film and musical, and this is all I've got. Uh, based on a book by Amanda Brown, which was inspired by a true story of a girl that had a lot of money. Musical premiered in San Francisco in 2007. Seven Tonys, ten Drama Desk nominations, five Lawrence Livia Award nominations, but it has only won three awards out of all of those nominations. Right. So I'm only assuming it's a piece of shit based on that. <laughs> I did not have time or the desire to listen. <laughs> I was going to say that. You, you, you usually like this. Do you know what? I have been completely put off listening to musicals based on films after listening to the first half of the musical version of Bend It Like Beckham. Oh, really? It's really fucking racist, as we talked about with Joe. Aye. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Scarred scar- you for life, then, is it, brother? It scarred uh, Joe scar- me yeah. for life, bro. Yeah. <laughs> right, how do we get on? Come on, what you got? Oh, 67. F that. <laughs> 68? Fucking hell, Joe. Really? Jesus. Yeah, 68, mate. Well done. You know, yeah. That's more than I was expecting to get. Yeah, to one, one short of the magic number. At least that's what my unmarried <laughs> friends tell me. No more, no less. Right, uh, podcast, where you get your podcasts, Twitter, at 100thingspod, Facebook, Instagram, at 100thingsfilm, TikTok too. Please give us a listen on the alternative feed where Tom and I talk about an episode of The Simpsons, everything we learned from The Simpsons. If you like this shit with him, you'll like this because everything that John does that's Scottish, Tom does that's Northern English. And it's great. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's a lot of fun. And I'm just I'm just the fucking boy along for the ride. I'm just the one that notes the the, the, the way through the thing. They're the, they are the fucking that's, stars of the show. I create them, and they're the fucking stars. Yeah, that's just, just an indulgence for you, isn't it, with The Simpsons, when yeah, you yeah. just sit there and listen, you factoid that to death. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> I just get in the fucking quotes. If you liked any of The Simpsons quotes of this. Uh, please rate reviews if you can. Tell your mates about us, because that's what we need to do to go a little bit further. Next week, we're going to start our Christmas episodes, because we're in December next week. Yeah. John, seasonal, get it seasonal. seasonal. And what, what, what do you think of John when you think of Christmas? Just think of uh, all the bad news you hear on the, the news, or the the horrible things happening in the world. I think horror. Do you? Yeah. Okay. I think horror. So Some maybe Christmas. Man on my roof trying to get down my chimney. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Christmas is our spoopy season. Well, oh, we got to talk about the spoopy season because we, we have to. We did Valentine stuff at uh, Halloween there, didn't we? <laughs> we did. We absolutely did. And you know what? We we probably hit the least downloads of any <laughs> episodes for a good seven or eight months with Scotch Toberfest. Do you know what? I don't care because I'm not doing this for the downloads. I'm not doing this for fucking manscaping adverts. I'm doing this because I absolutely you adore talking to you once it. a week. <laughs> this is great About fun. Any old shit. Any legal old or non legal. Absolutely. Blonde or bald. Yeah. Next week, we're going to kick off our ghostly 
Christmas season because it's not it's not it's not Christmas without some sort of ghost stories. Oh, uh, yeah. We're going to be talking about Final Destination. <laughs> Ali Lata link, mate. Ali Lata. So that that's a bit of a weird one because that is that going to be a or ghost of Christmas past or present? Fuck off. John, say goodbye to the people that have managed <laughs> all the way through this load of bollocks. Goodbye to the people who have managed to get their way through this load of bollocks. And thanks for listening last week. It was a cracking episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you if you didn't like this, you'll love last week. If you like this, oh. just go and listen last week. You know. Um, yeah, look, thanks very much for listening. We have been 68 things that we have learned from Legally Blonde. We'll see you this time next year for 30 things we've learned from Legally Blonde 2, red, white, and <laughs> pink, or whatever it was. I don't, can't remember. Yeah. See ya. See you guys.